This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. concluded that the very purpose of their existence was pleasure, happiness. And you know what I thought about as I considered that, studying this passage, thinking about this group of philosophers that wanted to hear Paul out, this new thing that he's talking about, resurrection from the dead. That was a new thing. But I thought, you know, The United States of America has become a nation of Epicureans. There have been countless false worldviews throughout history, and in today's message, Pastor Robert speaks about the Epicureans, who began to believe that humans exist for pleasure, that our highest purpose is to seek happiness. Doesn't that sound like America? And shouldn't Christians believe differently? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert with today's message. How many of you remember or you know what I'm talking about when I speak of Jonestown? the Jonestown massacre or whatever, suicide years and years ago. Jim Jones looked good at the beginning. He was a Christian pastor. It was a Christian congregation. He didn't go to the people on day one and say, you know what, I want you to walk alongside me for the next several years, and then we're all going to commit suicide together. They would have all said, no, we're not. We're out of here. Nut. And they would have left. But that's not what he did. It started off okay. It started off okay. And you know what I have to wonder and and I have to grapple with? I have to wonder how many of the people who followed, if you will, you know, who saw Jim Jones as their pastor, I, I wonder how many of them actually had a devotional life. I wonder how many of them brought their Bibles to church. I wonder how many of them sat and took notes and 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 then looked at the word to say, Is that in here? What he's saying right now? Is that scriptural? I wonder how many of them went home afterward and got out their concordance or got out their old Matthew Henry commentaries or, you know, in those days that you couldn't go online. Guys, these days you don't even have to own the study materials. You just go online. It's all there for free. And you can research and you can study and you can check things out. And listen to me. You must. You must. Why do I say that? Because the longer we live, according to the scriptures, the worse it's going to get. And what I mean by that is the word promises us that more and more and more false teachers will come. Now, if you're coming in here Sunday after Sunday, and you're you know, not bringing your Bible, or you're not opening your Bible, or, or you're, you, know, you borrow one, but you don't really look at it, guys, 
Don't be suckers. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Read the book. Study the Word. You need to know that I'm telling you the truth. You need to know that. I'm a human being. I am a human being. Gosh, listen, I mean, in all seriousness, you know, what if I get Alzheimer's or something? You know, what if I just completely lose it? I just go off, you know, I just get weird on you. Do you realize it probably wouldn't happen just like that? You need to know what the Word says. You need to know what it says so that when you're reading a book or you're listening to a radio show or you're watching television or you're sitting here listening to me, you know whether or not it's biblical. Whatever it is that you're listening to, whatever it is that you've read or you're hearing, you need to know what the book says. See, that was the problem in Athens. They just, whatever, man, they had a God for everything. You know, someone has said that there were over 3,000 different temples, altars. They were worshiping you know, all of the different emotions. And I mean, they had a God for everything. You know, if, if you were a lover of chocolate, you know, they had a God for that. You know, I mean, it's almost that extreme. Bacchus, you know, if you were a lover of wine, if, you know, a God for the brick masons, you know, a God for the carpenters, a, a God for the, the knitters or whatever. I mean, they, they had so many different deities and they were, listen, they were constantly looking for something new. You know, one of the things that's so scary to me today within the church is, is how many Christians are just looking for the next new thing, looking for, you know, looking to be entertained, looking for the bells and whistles. One of the things that the Lord has, has just really impressed upon me here, not that we're, you know, we're going to make use of technology or whatever, we'll use the tools, but South Beach has enough bells and whistles already. We don't need bells and whistles. We just need the Scripture. We need to read the book and do what it says. And if we'll do that just in our day-to-day lives, do you realize that He'll turn South Beach right side up? South Beach, Miami Beach could be changed just simply by this group of people. There are enough of you in this room to radically change this city just simply by doing what the book says, just living it out in your day-to-day lives, diligently, passionately, talking to people around you about what he shows you, what he teaches you, what he enables you to do. Oh my goodness. But see, the problem is, listen, did you notice that these two different groups of philosophers encountered Paul in the marketplace? So now what would that look like? Well, if he were here, he'd be hanging out on Lincoln Road. We know that Paul was a leather worker. We commonly hear he was a tent maker. Well, in the Greek language, he was a leather worker. Yeah, he made tents, but he probably did some other stuff with leather as well. That's how he supported himself. That was how he earned his living as he was teaching and communicating concerning the resurrection. That was his message. The resurrection was his message. But his work, he's a leather worker. He's in the marketplace. We're not really told. Maybe he was working. Maybe he was there with, you know, doing his thing with the, but he's telling everybody, he's talking to everybody, and these philosophers encountered him. The Stoics just dismissed all emotion, only fact, you know, Star Trek, you know, Mr. Spock. That was the Stoics. Followed the teachings of this guy. I wrote his name down because I can never remember it. Zeno. And they met at a place that the Greek name just means painted porch. That's where he taught. He went to this place, and that's where they gathered. And that's where their name came from, the Stoics. But they were pantheists. They believed that God was in everything, and they were somewhat fatalistic, that everything that is was meant to be, and, and you know, don't get all emotional about it. Just do, you know, live by logic and law, and that's it. Boom. 
The Epicureans, on the other hand, Epicurus, you could argue that, that his philosophy of life, was his, his belief system was not that bad originally. Because you know what he said? He said, just live simply. Keep your life simple. Keep your life simple. Don't overcomplicate things. Don't focus on acquiring a lot of stuff. You know, your possessions will eventually possess you. That's true. Keep it simple. Nothing wrong with that. The problem is that, you know, the result of that, the focus, the emphasis of it was being happy. Being happy. You know, if you just keep your life simple, you'll be happy. You know, that, that's what most of us want. We just, you know, to have a, you know, a peaceful, calm life with pleasure and happiness. And, and the problem was that the Epicureans, they forgot about the part, the simplicity thing, keeping it, and, and just began to focus on the pleasure and happiness part. And they concluded that the very purpose of their existence was pleasure, happiness. And you know what I thought about as I considered that, studying this passage, thinking about this group of philosophers that wanted to hear Paul out, this new thing that he's talking about, resurrection from the dead. That was a new thing. But I thought, you know, the United States of America has become a nation of Epicureans. And, you know, we, in our Bill of Rights, you know, we talk about the right to pursue life and liberty and happiness. We have a right to life. We have a, a right to live free. And we have a right to pursue happiness. And we do, absolutely. But listen to me carefully. It's not a mandate. Do you understand? You don't have to live for happiness. It's no guarantee. Do you realize how foreign that concept is in much of our world today? Many of you do because you've been there. And you know, man, we got it good here. We are spoiled in so many parts of the world. The idea of living for pleasure and happiness, it's, it's completely out of the question. You know, I spent several months in Guatemala 20, some, 20 years ago. The kids that I interacted with up in the mountains in Guatemala, they were in school until they were about 11 or 12. And then that was it. Hopefully, they managed to learn to read and write and add and subtract, and then they had to go to work because the family needed them working. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. We're always aiming to bring you the truth and promises found in the pages of the Bible, and we pray God reveals exactly what He wants you to hear every time you tune in. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Charisma versus Charismania by author and pastor Chuck Smith. 
This book takes a biblical approach to the Holy Spirit and His influence in the lives of Christians. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another teaching in the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.